0: This is a main hustle media podcast. Hi, and welcome to Militantly Mixed, the podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective. I am your host. Charmaine aka Mixed Girl Maine and I finally get to talk about those changes I've been alluding to on the last couple of weeks uh, worth of episodes. Uh, well actually it's not changes it's something that's being added uh, to the militantly mixed family that I'm excited about but before I jump into that just let you know I am actually re-recording my intro right now because as I was mixing down today's episode I had a sort of software glitch that corrupted the file and it basically messed up everything all the audio from what i was saying and then went right back to normal the second blurred vision jumps in. Um, So whatever is weird, I couldn't fix it. And I had actually talked about quite a bit of stuff before he starts speaking. And there's some additions since then that I need to add anyway. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise that I messed up, but give me a chance to re-record it. But yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, So once Blurred Vision's voice joins me, you might hear some duplication of what I'm going to say here. And that's just because of the timing and the placement of where it pops up. Um, But there's information that I want to share. So whatever indie podcast live. But yeah, the day edition. So when when Blurred Vision and I were originally planning Militantly Mixed, it was going to be a joint project between the two of us. And it was going to be where we sort of dealt with the topical and political issues of race from the mixed race perspective. And since we are both mixed black, we tend to talk about black issues more often because those are the issues that we are most often personally affected by. And we still want to do that. We just hadn't been able to get our schedules to sync up and I had a significant shift in my life which w- has allowed me to start podcasting uh, more freely than him and that's why it got to be that point where I finally just pulled that trigger and started Militantly Mixed but because I didn't have my partner I didn't want to just talk about the stuff on myself by myself and not have anybody to bounce it off to so the show converted into the show that you now know which is where I get to talk to mixed race people from around the world each week we get to talk about their experiences and their projects and everything like that and I mean I couldn't be more happy with how the show has turned out. it uh, The show gives me life each week. And also, Militantly Mix is becoming a community, which I've said before is something I wanted anyway. But um, I'm getting outreach every week on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook or on my email where they're just like, I listened to the episode and so-and-so's story made me feel seen. I always I always thought I was the only one. It's such a common thing that people keep saying. And so I know that we're on the right track with Militantly mix. It's representation matters, which for me personally is an extremely Extremely important topic. I have been screaming to see people that look like me or look like my family on TV and in media, in politics, in, in management positions. Like I just have wanted this and I've in different kind of ways I've tried to live my life where I did push for representation matters, whether that means just me being outspoken in different places, or I've tried a bunch of different ways and what seems to make me feel like things are going on the right track or or that I'm getting the most fulfilled by, you know, in terms of just selfish talk, is this podcast. I am getting to talk about being mixed all the time, which is something I enjoy doing anyway. I get to meet new mixed race people all the time, which... A big portion of my life has been sort of a desert of mixedness. With the exception of my brother and my cousins, I wasn't meeting new people. So this community aspect of Militantly Mix is amazing. The stories that people are sharing with me and by extension with you has been amazing. And I don't want to mess with it. I am so happy with what is happening with Militantly Mix and I just want it to grow and keep going. But now that Blurred Vision schedule and my schedule can kind of sync up and we can we can kind of go back to that original project we wanted. We did we decided we didn't want to distract from what Militantly Mixed has become. The, these things, this representation matters portion of Militantly Mixed is important and we don't want to mess with it. But we still want to have this discussion, these discussions about race and politics and how that affects people of color from our perspective, from the mixed race perspective. We want to do that. So what we're actually going to do is to divide the shows up into a family of podcasts, which right now it's only two. I don't know if there'll be more, but you never know. Militantly Mixed, as you currently know it, is going to still air on Thursdays. Nothing's going to change about that format, with the exception of just improving over time as I get more skills as an interviewer and as an editor and things like that. And then on Tuesdays now, we will be dropping Militantly Mixed, the Black AF edition. And like I said, because we do share mixed blackness and and we tend to be very affected by black issues, we want to start talking about those types of stuff, and that will drop on Tuesdays. They are going to be two separate shows, although this episode is airing on Militantly Mixed this week. I will be submitting it to iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and all the different places, but it will be a separate show for you to subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, But it is part of the Militantly Mixed family. So I will be on both episodes each week. Blurred Vision will be on uh, Black AF edition, and occasionally he'll jump over on uh, Militantly Mixed, the... I guess I don't know what to call it separate now, the original or whatever, um, the flagship podcast. He'll jump on that from time to time, too. But yeah, we we thought it was a good idea to kind of keep them as two separate things. If one speaks to you more than the other, we hope that both do. We hope you subscribe to both and listen to both. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Militantly Mixed. You can follow me directly at Mixed Girl Maine on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You can follow Blurred Vision on Twitter at Blurred underscore. Vision and the I'll get the the Black AF edition Twitter handles and stuff like that out to you all next week. Um, but in the meantime, we just the the discussion that we have today is topical, it's about what happened last week with um Dak Prescott. So, we wanted to get it out before that kind of fell behind the wayside a little bit. So, you know, it's not going to be the perfectly formatted this is what militantly makes the Black AF edition is going to look like, but it is still important for us to put out. So, we do hope we have your support. Speaking of support, Militantly Mixed did get another sponsor on Patreon last week. This person did not ask to be named, so I won't do that, but they know who they are. And if they're listening, I thank you so much for uh, supporting the show. And for people who are interested in helping us keep going, uh, please go over to patreon.com Militantly Mixed. Uh, if you want to sponsor both shows, that'll be the page that you do that. Uh, it's just, it just means so much that people, the, it's the The sponsors that we have so far are people that I do know in the real world, but I have not seen in many, many years and don't have a whole lot of day-to-day interaction with. So it means so much that they have... Found the show that they're listening, that they're supporting us, and telling us that we're going down the right path. It means a lot. So to those of you who have sponsored uh, so far, thank you so much. And and let's keep it going. Let's keep these shows going because representation matters, and we need to get these voices out there. Um, not just my voice or Blurred Vision's voice, but everybody that's been on the show so far, and will and the new people that will come on the show. Uh, this is the time for us to get our voices out, and the sponsors that we get through Patreon are going to help us do that. So thank you very much, and. All right. Without further ado, I'm going to jump back over to the main discussion between Blurred Vision and I. Again, it'll be some duplicated information, but that's cool. And yep, let's get into it.
1: What's up, er? Co-host.
0: How y'all doing? So we, okay. So a couple years ago when, when Blurred Vision and I first started talking about wanting to do this um, podcast or or some sort of creative outlet re- regarding mixed raceness, um, one of the things we, we did talk about was sort of topical things, things that kind of got on our nerves or gut you know crawled up on us our, and we had to deal with you know um, under
1: our under our skin
0: yeah so like mm-hmm. i remember there was the topic of the the european footballers and sort of their treatment of, of black players or the european right. football fans and their treatment of black players stuff like that but another one of those types of things have popped up that crawled up on you and so we yeah. started texting about it a couple of days ago and that is sort of the inspiration for this episode which is kind of covering the nfl and some of the issues of around race and and politics right now
1: right so right. you want
0: to share with everybody what what got you
1: what got you know what really chaps my um, <laughs> height <laughs> you know what grinds my gears no <laughs> it, it it kind of uh you know i mean it, what got me was there was a clip of uh, Dak Prescott. And now, if you don't know, Dak Prescott is the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and the NFL right now is going through a lot of uh, situations dealing with the anthem policy. Now, they put out a policy mm-hmm. a little while ago that was uh, anybody that it does you know, does kneel, maybe find. And it's it's pretty much up to the, up to the teams if they're going to find them, if they're going to suspend them, things like that. Um, my position on the whole thing is is it is what it is do you know you do you i mean be out there and protest it is you know that's until we can change everything then we need to you know keep it in front of everybody's eyes um and 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 protest so um and so Dak came out i guess because jerry jones said that he was going to going to um i guess he was going to find them and or uh, sit them, you know what I mean, or suspend them without, you know, with with without pay, and people, you know, that's messing with their money. Yeah. Um, and so Dak came out, and it, it, and they, you know, they brought him out, and he had a, you know, a press conference, and he said stuff like, you know,
2: I don't necessarily listen to it. It has no effect to me because I do exactly what I'm doing and what I've said and what I stand by, whether I was wearing the star or not, whether I was playing for Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, or any other owner. Uh, I believe in what I believe in, and that's that. Yeah, I mean, I'm never protest. no, I never protest. I never protest during. The anthem, and I don't think that's the time or the venue to do so. Uh, the game of football has always brought me such a piece, and I think it does the same for a lot of people. A lot of people playing the game, a lot of people watching the game, a lot of people that have any impact of the game. So when you bring such a controversy uh, to the to the stadium, to the field, to the game, uh, it takes away. It takes away from that. It takes away from the joy and to the, the love that football brings a lot of people. And so, for me, I'm all about making a change, making a difference. Um, and I think this whole in and all that was all about just raising awareness and the fact that we're still Talking about social injustice years later, I think we've got to that point. I think we've proved, and we know that the social injustice. So I'm, I'm up for taking a next step that whatever that step may be uh, for action and not just and I've always believed, standing up for what I believe in, uh, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. I respect uh, what all those guys believe in. I mean, if they believe in it's going to make a change and it's making a difference, then uh, power to them. Uh, but for me, I think it's about doing something action. It's not about taking knees, not necessarily about standing. Um it's uh we can find a different place uh to to make our country better. Um, and obviously, as I said, I'm not naive and I'm very aware of the social injustice that we have going on, but uh, I'm about the actions that we can do to, to fix it rather than the silent protest. But I mean, for me, it's just about, uh, continue to inspire and motivate and hopefully, uh, people can, can hear what I say and and believe in that. And I'm up for, I'm up for anything. I'm up to get involved in any way that we can with, uh, with fiction, the social injustice and the police brutality and all the things that are going on in our country. I'm all for making a difference and you can count me in if we can find something, um, Worth the action to do so That will help fix it
1: And my thing is Is that The reason that This got me Kind of uh, uh, Upset Is that For one thing He's mixed uh, His mom is white His father is black mm. He's mixed He came out And Jerry kind of Trotted him out As look I I have uh, My own quarterback Who is mixed Right Because Colin Kaepernick Is mixed as well mm. And and the one people that started. are
0: going to solve racism. For a right. Party. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, uh, so it's kind of a mixed on mixed crime. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's more <laughs> oh, like,
0: <no>. <laughs> you, <laughs>
1: you know, mixed on mixed crime, you know, we got to be in there too. Um, but it, it was one of those things where, I, you know, and I, and I see this all over social media is where you get, listen, listen, I have a black person that, that also, uh, you know, sides with me. So therefore what you're telling me is is, you know, your your point is is invalid. So right. um, they pull this, they pull this, you know, the card is, look, my mixed quarterback is saying, this is what we should do. So everybody listen, I told you, not all black people are, you know, right. and that to me, you know, like my boy said, well, what is, you know, just because he's black, he should, he doesn't have to want to protest, which is sure. perfectly fine, perfectly fine. If he comes out and he says, listen, I love football. This is where my joy is. I come out here. I'm not going to protest, but do whatever you want to do. If you need to protest and that's where you feel like you need to do it, do you. That would be the end of story.
0: Even more than that, specifically understanding that it is a law in the United States that we have the right to free speech and that we have the right to protest and that a player deciding to observe that right is not in the wrong. Right. All he has to do is say, I I do not think that this is the place for me to protest.
1: Exactly. But
0: I support an American's right to do that. And that's the part that, that frustrates me is that just by saying that, you know, I don't agree with it somehow means that because you don't agree with it, it must be wrong. And then, and then by extension, Jerry Jones saying, well this one mixed guy is saying that it's wrong so it's clearly wrong across the board clearly you it's know clearly that yeah uh, because we could do that same bullshit and it doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> you know? it doesn't it doesn't you it know, doesn't I- actually make it correct right but i was gonna say my frustration with the anthem and football at all is what the fuck does it have to do with anything
1: It really, it's, listen, I played ball since I was six years old, all the way till when I was 25. I played, you know, I played Pop Warner. I played college ball. I played arena football, like got paid to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it never crossed my mind. I don't give a shit about it. It's usually I was, I was warming up. You know what I'm saying? I was putting on my gloves and making sure I go through my little routine to make sure I'm going to have a good game, you know what I mean? And it was never a thing like that we oh wait guys guys we gotta yeah. go outside we gotta go make sure that we're standing on the sidelines when we have the the national anthem that was mostly for this for the fans it's like okay well, remember we're here, we're when American. we were
0: growing up nfl didn't do that nfl played they the did. anthem but the players were in the locker rooms during that time right. they didn't start to actually come out onto the field until what was it like 2009 2010 Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. what? It went, it's recent. It's in our adult lifetime that this shit has happened. I, you know. The Pledge of Allegiance, to me, seems just like something that they do to school children. And for right. whatever reason, now we do sports or Pledge of Allegiance, the the National Anthem, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like all of these things, it's like it's only in these weird places that we that we do it that, that it seems to be a requirement. And it doesn't make sense in a democracy to have something like that required. In a, in a democracy, in a free country, I do not pledge allegiance to it. I do not. I can observe the national anthem, sure. I mean, it's just a song that's a symbol of the country. Okay, fine. But that you would require me to participate means that you are taking away my freedom. And I'm supposed to be in a free country. I should be able to sit out. I should.
1: It's not not that hard to put it all together.
0: But this weird notion that somehow football and the national anthem, or any kind of sport or whatever, and the national anthem are so, like, completely linked that it's just like... They're
1: intertwined now, yeah. They're
0: not. Like, how did this stuff happen? And I feel like it became more of a concern. I mean, when was it, really? Was it... Was there in response to the kind of... The war, like the prolonged post-9-11 war. Like, I don't really know what was the thing that was making no, that's, it important. That's kind of
1: what happened. I mean, 9-11 was done. It was, it, you know, obviously it's September 11th, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, that was in September. You have baseball, you have, uh, and you have football, you know what I'm saying, coming back. So it was one of those things where it was, it, it was kind of a a time to bring everybody together and i get that you know what i'm saying and it was one of those days where like they actually stopped they didn't play games on a certain day you know what i mean and right. and that was kind of like not heard of um and you know it was it it, it was because of that right now colin kept, you know, he he saw what he could do. He said, look, I'm going to sit down during, he even spoke to a military person and said, look, what should I do? Because even the military dude was like, bro, that's kind of disrespectful or whatever. He said, you know what? I don't want to be disrespectful. I, I, I respect everybody that fought for my country and I don't want it to be taken that way. So boy said, then just you should take a knee. That's what people do when they pray. That's when what people do when they are giving respect mm. to other people. And that's what he said. Okay, fine. That's what I will do. He literally spoke to a person from the military. Yeah. Right. That had a problem with him. And he said, listen, tell me what you want. I will help. You know what I mean? I will help change my platform and what I have and be able to, you know, to do that. And he changed it. And then some, Person that was at a Forty Nine er game was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm saying I'm up here with my you know cell phone and I'm gonna take a picture." And all of a sudden it just blew up. It was just like either you're against America or you're you know maybe you should live somewhere else. And that whole that whole maybe you should try to someone live somewhere else if you think it's you know America is not good for you. That's not the point. That's not the point.
0: I mean, and it's such a fucking jump.
1: Hey, if you don't like America, then you can get it
0: the nfl and the military made that kind of arrangement or whatever so Mm -hmm. like that's that's pretty much the only stuff that i'm armed with is is the knowledge that this is an arbitrary thing that is a deal between the nfl and the military to promote patriotism and you know getting more people to sign up for the military but now has somehow translated into this division of like you're either a pro-american or an anti-american with no fucking gray area in between
1: not at all you gotta go live somewhere else yeah and, and that, that that to me is such a leap like you know <laughs> hey um, you know I, I feel there are some injustices that happen well then fucking go live somewhere well no no I'm just saying like there you know we're all living in America and I love America but it's sometimes I feel as though it doesn't love me well you know what fucking go
0: bro I, I, yeah how about keep going to why can't we work to clean it up a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah it's just no fucking get
0: out and also where the fuck are we gonna go where on this planet is know. there no and you know we either have to do what the europeans did which is come claim a land that doesn't belong to us just because we're being right. ejected or feel prosecuted <laughs> i mean that's what they did right they felt right. persecuted by their nation so they claim a mm-hmm. nation by persecuting brown and red people to um to, you know take it over and then now we got to do the same thing because we're not happy where we're at how about yeah, where we don't we, go did we not learn that that is a shitty thing to do and that maybe <laughs> if we just like kind of stay where we're at and try to claim clean up the politics of our of our area that we're at. (laughs) So yeah, that that leap is ridiculous. Like that you can't I mean, it's like saying you haven't you had a fight in your marriage and it's like well if you, you know you had one fight you're obviously not happy get out of yeah. your marriage like get out. shit is complicated and sometimes really fucked up stuff happens in in a place or with the people that you love and you gotta sit there right. and clean it up fight. until until you can't anymore but can't but does that mean that we're at a place where all people of color need to just vacate this plot maybe, of land? maybe maybe that's kind of what they want though oh absolutely it's what you know they what i'm want.
1: saying like like there was a thing that I actually I read today. Like you know, a, a lot of people keep saying the whole, you know, uh, e- e- the way that Trump is against you know illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, this what's that dude, the weird looking ball head dude, uh, Stephen Miller that's in the that's oh, in yeah. the uh, White
0: House. He's creepy. He no right
1: oh, super duper. Uh, he um he's trying to pass a thing where you if you are a, an actual legal. Mm-hmm. immigrant you cannot actually become a citizen if you've ever been on any welfare program right like if you've used any welfare program so miss me with all that oh just going after <laughs> the legal you know the people that have come over illegal and shit no bro you're going with these motherfuckers that actually did their shit and they're right. legal actual Im- you know immigrant they and- went through the white way Please tell me
0: what makes you a bad potential citizen if you came to this country legally, you filed Mm -hmm. the paperwork properly, you got on an assisted American assistance program of some sort, but somehow that makes you a bad candidate Uh, for the country.
1: Sorry, you can't be a. Why? Well, because because what they want to say is go back home. So that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe that's their ultimate goal is just to be like, you know what? If you don't like it here, if I can go back home, that's just, it's either this or this, you know what I'm saying? So you never know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I am, I am both at the same time shocked and not shocked that people believe this kind of way. Like, I mean, there's been so much in our lives that have showed us that people have this backward ass thinking, which they're willing to actually uh, go against their own rights or their own interest just to Mm -hmm, prevent other mm -hmm. people from something. Um, But this is just people not even seeing or pretending to not see the racist motivations behind these decisions amaze me because the thing is that even for poor white people who are very pro asterisk 45 and they're all on board with that shit, he's doing shit against their interests and they are just signing up for it. They mm-hmm. are just like signing away their liberties back and forth, just so that just so that they can prevent people of color um, and you know immigrants. Which I don't like. I don't even like using the word,
1: anyway the word. because right. you know
0: what? White people go to other countries and they're expatriates. <laughs> why are these brown and you know, red and black and yellow people who come to this nation, why are they immigrants? It's just I don't know. I don't I don't like uh, I don't like using it and I don't I don't know what else to use, but I, I, I'm really frustrated by that kind of shit. And yeah. so but yeah, but with Kaepernick, going back to Kaepernick, yes. I mean we I didn't put together the parallel. Even when you sent me the article about Dax, I didn't put the parallel together about well, I got a mixed quarterback. To. it's
1: I, yeah, it's deeper than that because I know that that's I know that that's the the, the way that they are You know what I mean that they're thinking
0: it, right like I mean I, I've we t- we've talked before about this kind of stuff about that like you know you just need the black expert that sort of backs you up um, and that you know and that they're them backing you up or being on white people's side negates all other black opinions as if we were only allowed to have one um, you know cultural opinion at a time right and uh and, it's
1: just... and that's i mean that that goes i mean that's that's always going to be i mean and i don't i don't like to call them you know the uncle tom because it's just it is what it is you know that's just uh, it's problematic and stuff i just don't like putting them down like that it's too far but, of a jump in some cases right, right. yeah there's i mean there's the kanye west's you know when he did his little rant and shit and then all of a sudden hey see kanye west gets it you know why don't you uh the that that woman uh, candace owens she gets on my nerves but it, she's you know yes mm. we are supposed to all have our own feelings and own thoughts just because she has it doesn't mean you have to try to weaponize her against other black people and say hey look we got a black person now buddy she's saying what we're saying right. so that means you're wrong Right. You
0: know? Yeah, and like, yeah. It, I mean, I do. I mean, I I know that I personally have a, a problem with anything that would be considered an othered group being conservative, only because, like, even if your values to a degree match up with a conservative party, I'm always surprised by the level of fanaticism that happens with uh with POC conservatives or LGBT conservatives or whatever where they right. they know that they're actively their party is actively working against them but somehow they're going to get a pass and i don't know what pass they're getting you know or if there's like you know like it's like there's some kind of coupon that you're going to get to yep. um, as you know as a POC a, a, Supporter, it, I don't understand it. And it, it's really frustrating, but, but yeah, like I, I think, um, uh, I do think that there are black people that work against black interests as a whole. And I don't understand what that, uh, is. I don't know what that intention is, but I, you know, like in this case with this Dax guy, I don't like, I don't know enough about him to, to try to assess whether or not like, you know, Jerry Jerry Jones sort of in a white daddy kind of way is like hey I need you to do this for me and you know you go out there and you're like yeah I'm gonna do it you know I don't know if it's that kind of situation or if he really does does believe that this isn't a very patriotic thing for him to do but I think he should have been more thoughtful about how he presented it understanding that you know what he may have this opinion right now and he may have put it publicly but he could get pulled over at any time and a cop not identify him as Dak prescott the the mixed black guy that was in support of you know of the national anthem you know like some shit could still happen to him at the end of the day his skin color is going to dictate certain events that will happen in his life over his opinions and i think there should be a little bit more thoughtfulness in how he presented it he should have at least said it is a right of any american to do this and i just for me i don't want to do it like that's it like you said like I just don't think it's for me fine
1: he yeah he should have at least because he has to in a sense uh, all he had to really do is give himself that room like look I don't do it and everybody has their own beliefs like we keep saying do you but just come out and say look I'm not the person that is gonna you know uh, you know I'm not behind all of that I don't you know I don't you know I don't myself you know uh, prescribed to that so I'm not going to do it you do you I'll do me it is what it is um, and this is my feelings so it, it, he didn't give himself any wiggle room in that mm-hmm. is that where he just pretty much said I don't I don't want to do it we shouldn't you guys shouldn't do it really mm-hmm. in a sense and so that kind of I think why people don't look at him is like you know because a lot of people again said people look at him well he's black he doesn't have to think that way exactly but we want him to at least say look I, uh, You know, I, I am a black athlete. I don't think that way, but you guys do you.
0: The other option is that you can just not say anything. You could.
1: <laughs> you could literally just sit and not say I mean, anything, I mean, I think all, a lot, lot of out.
0: people say stuff where, and I don't want to say the whole it's not your place type of thing to talk because I don't think that is the correct thing. I, but what I'm saying is that I wasn't sitting here on edge waiting to find out what Dak Prescott thought about the kneeling protest. I wasn't mm-hmm. waiting for it. So the fact that I, I got it doesn't serve me in any way, shape or form. You know, it, it All it does is tell me is that this is a person that was willing to go against his interest as an American, not even a black and white American, not a mixed American, not a black American. As an American, he has mm-hmm. staked a claim saying that even though this is a law and it is a right, I disagree with it and therefore it should not have happened and that that, like why do i need to know that from you if you're not actively participating in the protest or actively participating in the anti-protest which i guess is what he's done here then we don't need to talk you know we don't need to hear what this random quarterback thought about it right exactly there if i i feel like i didn't quite say that right but it's it's just one of those things of like if there was an actual reason that he was the guy who was tapped to be that sort of opposite voice. Right. A reason that isn't involve white daddy, Jerry telling him to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, and I, I keep saying that because I remember Jerry throughout my whole life. Like I, you know, I know right. what kind of white guy he is. <laughs> like I think you a lot can of us ju- I mean, do. you
1: could just look at him and know that.
0: Yeah. He's, you could he's just looking. He feels like he, like he just is swimming in the, in the genes of, you know, and like old-timey white plantationist like that's yeah, like, right, right, that's right. what he seems like so um yeah i mean i feel like he he could have just i don't know what the importance was in him coming out against for him, him to
1: say that yeah and yeah. it, it, it it's one of those things where uh you know what they say a wise man once said nothing at all you know what i'm saying you could have <laughs> just been like do your thing yeah and play the ball and 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 that's essentially what what should happen is it's like the NFL has just become very when they're trying to win people back that, like you said, I, you know, I haven't watched the game cause I mean, I'll be going, you know, I go to Disneyland on on Sundays because mm-hmm. it's, you know, people are watching the game. So I'm like, Hey, I, you know, I'm out doing that. It gave me time to like, you know, be with the fam. So, I yeah. mean, it's, you know, I'm not watching it. A lot of people aren't watching it, but for them, there's a lot of different things that have been problematic and we could, we can go on to, you know, it's still about Kaepernick, but we could go on to where Madden NFL 2000 uh, it was the iteration of 2018 madden mm-hmm. 18 mm-hmm. they thought to ea which is electronic arts thought to this one mute gosh to mute his name to bleep they didn't bleep it they just you know like they the, yeah, tried they to just, omit the
0: of it the censorship. Colin,
1: Kaep- Colin Kaepernick's name from the game. It was the, the, the name was in a rap verse. I think it's in two rap verses. It was one by Big Sean and another by another artist that they literally muted. And so Colin Kaepernick has become the quarterback who shall not be named. He's Voldemort of the NFL now um and so you can't even say his name in a song that's playing in the background of an nfl game right because of the controversy and it's one of those things where sometimes just let it go and there won't be controversy but you try to do these things so there aren't controversy and then you make it
0: yeah so yeah so heard, people were upset that.
1: yeah sean uh big sean came out saying like bro I, I had nothing to do with it and you know he Did that shit on purpose? He put it in there, right? You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, yeah, you you don't accidentally put Kaepernick's name in a song unless you're trying to support the statement or say something against the statement, which would have been obvious too. Right. Um. So, oh gosh, that shit. (laughs) Okay. I mean, censorship. Like, come on, people. We're in America. (laughs) Like, America is freedom of speech. You don't have to like what people say. Like, people can be listening to us talking right now and be like, "Uh, Charmaine and Blur Vision are full of shit. I don't want to hear them. So here's what your options are. You turn it off or you counter me. Yeah. But you have to understand that, like, freedom of speech doesn't mean if I don't like it, I'm going to shut you down. Freedom of speech means I don't like it, but it is your right to say whatever the want what you want, and the the only the opposite the other side of that is that you can't avoid the consequences from from what you say. So yeah. if you say some crazy ass racist shit, that is your right to say. But if you get fired because of it, or you're caught on video, you know Permit Patty, Barbecue mm-hmm. Becky, whatever, mm-hmm. that is the consequence of you using your freedom of speech. That was the choice exactly. that you made. That was the result. Now you got to deal with your life. Right. Kaepernick, same thing happened to him. He used his freedom of speech. And unfortunately for him, the, the consequence was that he was, he was made uh, a martyr for both freedom of speech and for um, the, the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, like it, that, that is the unfortunate consequence of what he did. But the difference is what he did is for people. It's, right. you know, it's in service to people. What Permit Patty or Barbecue Becky or any of these or like I, there's a white guy today whose name I don't, I can't think of. Um, he's a conservative guy that had a podcast that was revoked, uh, pulled from oh.
1: uh, <laughs> Alex, Jones.
0: Jo- Alex Jones. Yeah. So same type of thing. People people jump to the whole like, you know, we're supposed to be freedom of speech, but they pulled his podcast like, yeah freedom of speech but the platforms that he that his speech goes out on has the right to say I don't want this hate speech on my platform and therefore revoke it and that is the consequence of you using your freedom of speech it can happen to me it could happen to any it could happen to him it could you know whatever the fuck but hate speech isn't in service of anybody it doesn't lift anybody up it It doesn't doesn't protect anybody it doesn't help what Kaepernick said is I am out here protesting the violence and the injustice that happens to black people at the hands of our law enforcement or just at our nation in general, I guess you can probably extend it right. to. And his was in service of someone. If you can't tell that that- The difference. Yeah. Like if you can't tell, then you got to look at yourself as something different. And to choose to censor his name from a song that you put in your fucking video game you are telling us what side you're on. And right. now, people of color, LGBT, anybody who wants rights as an American, if you're paying for Madden, you are supporting them censoring you know, somebody. You're right. supporting the fact that they're doing something extremely un-American, which is censoring somebody. Because what right. they didn't do is pull the song. Because they could have just not had the song in there.
1: Right, exactly. They, they could have okay. used
0: a different big, big shot that, song,
1: and that's what's funny to me is like they do these things where it's like, all right, we'll just bleep it out when you know when it comes to that song, we'll just bleep it out, and it's like you could have just said, all right, uh, you know what? Actually, because they submit these songs, yeah, for approval, you know what I'm saying, and they could have listened to it and be like, uh, we like it, but let me, you know, let's go with another track. Done. You know what I mean? I I, yeah. I, I just don't see why censoring and that's just a big thing in America. Censoring is one of those things where it's like you don't do that shit, right? Yeah. That's America, right? I and mean, so
0: we sit here and talk about like how uh, communism is all this terrible terrible stuff and then and then our leader partners with a communist nation uh, which is seems to be a very un-American thing and then his supporters are also doing these things that are very seemingly un-American by censoring people by by sh- by like totally circumventing american rights which what the fuck are we doing and values and values and values values. so yeah i i don't understand i like i feel like this is the thing people will reveal to you who they are and some of us for a really long time but they tell you who they are in the same way that a wife beater will continue to beat a woman even even if she you know even if he brings her gifts and says he's sorry he's still a wife beater like at, that is essentially who he is at a core so his gifts aren't going to it's not going to change it's not going to get better over time you have right, to get out right. you have to get out of the situation that person has revealed who they are and no matter how many times they apologize it doesn't mean that they're changing who they are this is what happened madden uh, ea they revealed who they are and who they support. Right. They told us we do not care about black lives or any, any lives that, that were rights are at stake. We don't care about the American values of censorship, We, uh, we uh, against censorship. We don't care about the American values of freedom of speech. So now we have to decide as, as gamers and people that are interested in this to support this means that we're, we're supporting something against our rights. It's why the, the NFL boycott should have been bigger. Like, yeah. it, it should have been, I mean, t- they t- know. T- tell me they that know if every black doing. person didn't either stop watching NFL or every black player didn't stop playing, that they would not right. s- change those rules right away.
1: Oh, most definitely. I mean, in, in that, and you can see that somehow solidarity in protests um, kind of misses us because everybody kind of, uh, kind of. They kind of retreat to themselves and say look i you know I, I also have to think of myself you know what i'm saying and i get that part of it but you know i mean you see that video that went out um, with the the factory uh worker mm-hmm. they fired two factory workers so all the you know all the other all mexican, those mexicans all the other mexican dudes so say so hey <laughs> okay y'all gonna do me like y'all gonna do my boy like that okay solidarity. And they solidarity, right so they said listen this is what's gonna happen Right, I don't know if that changed anything, but listen, that's if if everybody keeps doing things I like mean, that, they it, have to.
0: It's, it changed what got done that day. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. <laughs> it changed sure. their, their quota. Ain't, ain't going ain't shit gonna happen today. But so, look at
0: even how they dealt with that afterwards. The black guy who did the recording got fired he got because fired, he closed yeah. the recording. And UPS offered him $250 only to try to get him to pull his video down. But by that point, it had already been uh, semi-viral by the time they, right, app- right. they asked him to do that. Like, these people, these, com- these companies are telling you who they are. And yeah. our dollars are the only way that we really start to make a difference. Like, activism has been a topic that I've been kind of trying to figure out where I sit for a while and, and I've, I've talked about it a little bit in some of the interviews and I've, I've talked about it with people too and I, I feel like I've come to this place where I do know that right now as a person of color, as a woman, as a person that's LGBT, like I have to be an activist if only for even if it's just for my own survival or my own safety i have to be an activist but what i know about myself is that i'm not the kind of person that will go to a march very often i've gone to a couple of them i i i, I don't i feel like i always feel like i should be there but i don't always go like i i, I and i would feel guilty about not going and things like that but then i realized mm-hmm. like that's not the way that I can be an activist. Like that's, right. I, I, I'm not going to chain myself to a wall or a door. I'm not going to do a hunger strike or anything like that. Like, I mean, I don't know, something may push me to that level, but as of right now, like, that's not really where I think I would be the most beneficial or where I feel like I am the right person for that type of a job. Right, uh, but I started to look at the at the show as as a version of my kind of activism. Right, I'm trying to push representation for mixed race people by p- creating a platform that allows us. I just hit the microphone. Um, that, <laughs> uh, by creating a platform that sort of allows us to to talk about ourselves and talk about our experiences, and and therefore you know there is an activism in that there there is a way of saying look, uh, we we're out here, we matter. You need to be aware of us too. Oh, most uh, definitely. So you know, this is a way that I'm trying to do my activism. Kaepernick, he chose to kneel and and, and 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 as respectful manner as he he wasn't talking. He's not on his phone. He's not. Here's the thing: there are guys that are on their phones during, during the, the anthem, yeah. but they're standing. No. And so somehow that is far more respectful than than Kaepernick silently kneeling. In a, in an observation of something bigger than himself, um, right, and that and that's the thing that's that's really frustrating. And we're sitting here and saying, look, the only way to show America that we actually do, as people of color, as as whatever um, groups that we're in, that we mm-hmm. actually care about what it means to be American. We got to gum up the works. And for me, gumming up the works doesn't involve marching down the street as often as I think, you know, maybe I should. It, but I can do it with my dollars. It's what? hard. It's inconvenient. You know, I I stopped going to certain stores because of certain things, you know, like Home Depot that CEO right. is nah. super racist and hates all of us. So um now I now I drive around until I find a mom and pop or, or something like that. You know, it's it's a little bit inconvenient, but my dollars are at least not over there. I started going on to buy and I bought my toothbrushes my yeah my toothbrushes through Coral Black. I saw that toothbrushes I like okay. that. yeah I, I bought my my vegan um protein powder through buyblack.com It tastes nasty, all vegan protein powder does but like I I, I decided to do th- that way versus other, because it is a way of, of sort of helping to shift. Even if, it's a, if, even if it's a small thing, it is my way of trying to figure out how to support the causes that make sense to me and not support the causes that don't. Uh, I feel like we should pro- protest the NFL. And I know that people, you know, I know these guys, this is their jobs and stuff like that. And they have such a short shelf life of when their bodies are, you know, up for this kind of thing. Right. But if the longer we keep putting our... <laughs> I'm gonna say something I'm gonna say something that's not gonna be yeah. very popular. Um, sure. These are Mandingo fights. Right. These are pitting black bodies against black bodies for white entertainment. And I it's for all we all entertain by it, absolutely. There are black yeah. people that enjoy NFL, there are Asian people that are everybody enjoys it. But when the majority of your athletes are are black and not all of them in positions of leadership, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of white quarterbacks and shit like that. Um, right. I know there's there's non-white quarterbacks too but for the most part these are black bodies being slammed against black bodies for white entertainment. The majority right. of the fandom is is white people. If we take the black players out of the game that game suffers and changes it really have to make have to be made and yeah it may be unpopular of a thing to do and it may actually change the course of a lot of people's lives or their careers or it may be so devastating after one day <laughs> or one week that they're right. like oh you're right yeah. You know, we got to do all these things. We have to equalize the pay across all ethnicities on the players. You know, we have to make sure that they have the right to kneel if they want to the right, or fucking just pull the national anthem out of a game anyway. Because what does what does sports have to do with allegiance to a country? Right. I mean i know we do it for the the olympics but that seems to make more sense because those are nation against nation
1: right
0: but this like yeah i don't know uh yes it's,
1: yeah it's a it's a you know i mean it's it is i mean I, i'm not gonna say it's not uh it just changed you know um and and most of the time if you know i mean if I, I i'm behind that like if if all of the black players said okay we're not going to uh or go on strike because of some shit and mm-hmm. you know and get their point across um you know, I don't, I don't know what that would essentially do. Like what, like I get the protest but we need to like take it now we need to take it another step further you yeah. know what I'm saying and, and that may be what we need to do so that we can say look this is what we need to do we need to have body cams we need to have yeah. uh, better training we need to not have the whole um, if he gets fired for killing a person at this police department he can go over go here to this department one. and right. get a fucking get a job there we need to get rid of the problems and uh, and, and and my thing is, is that I'm tired of you know, cops and things saying, well, there's just a few bad apples. Well, you know what they do is they get rid of those bad apples so that the ba- the apples that you're selling aren't bad. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if you're a fucking apple farm seller, <laughs> a, a orchard farmer, right? Mm-hmm. You get rid of bad apples. You don't leave them in there so that the other fucking apples get rotten, so right. So let's I'm, get a, let's get rid of
0: those. I mean, maybe and they're learning from the Catholic Church, who moves pedophilic um, <laughs> priests from diocese Never to know. diocese, and All and right. and it's not until way later in their life that it becomes a problem. Like you know, we I don't think the protests are enough. I think there's other mm-hmm. ways, more dramatic ways that, because it's not just like. Oh, we had such a big turnout. Look at all these people who are in support of us. It doesn't translate into policy change. It doesn't translate into, into improvement like you're saying. Body yeah. cams, more more training, more transparency. Like these things aren't happening yet. We're just talking around it, and yeah. and so it's going to take something crazy dr- drastic. I mean, look, I'm one of those people that talk about self gentrification, uh, thinking mm-hmm. that like that that's a way for us to start improving things. Like, I know it's a heavy burden, but our rich people of color need to go into those neighborhoods that white people are buying up at you know cheaper prices and and raising their rent and moving people out you know our rich black people need to be doing that but not raising the prices improving the environment Mm -hmm. you know but Mm -hmm. still allowing it to be attainable for people to live in improving the communities cleaning them up putting putting local gardens into places instead of empty lots you know shit like that we could do a version of that within our sports too our rich black people are buying teams as it is create a black nfl
1: diddy diddy was trying to buy the, the panthers
0: Diddy was trying to get on
1: that and I don't know if they if they if they stopped it or what I mean it and we have to
0: yeah like they get to vote on who's allowed to buy a team and and I mean you know what like and I don't mean it in sort of a segregation or a separate but equal type of way but I bet you some change would fucking happen if a black NFL league pops up and all the black players moved on to there you know right I mean, it would still probably, in some kind of way, translate into um, white entertainment, but white people would be paying black people for it. it would be the difference. Instead of yeah. now, we're lining the pockets of you know a lot of already established rich white men that mm-hmm. are preventing people of color from coming in and owning teams, or at least if they're if they're even given partner part ownerships, they have different terms and levels that. um that other white people right get so there's there's a big extent there's a lot going on there and we're just because we're not directly affected by stuff we just kind of mm-hmm. let it go and it is like i said i know that it's a heavy burden or a heavy request to ask of all these of all these people I mean i think first what should have happened is a successful boycott of the nfl from viewers because it would have shown like look we want our people taken care of and we want it we want their rights to be um upheld and things like that and then maybe some change would have happened but if not enough change happened then the next level would be well all of the fucking black players pull themselves out of the game. Let's see let's see how these three white guys are gonna do you know like these,
1: yeah
0: let's see how they how they keep us entertained. Do they change the game to make it account for the less people or do they start making actual change that improves the game for people? That way we can still go back to enjoying football, but we also get to enjoy the fact that we have we support American rights right like that's right. the thing I don't understand that the idea that we're somehow not patriotic, if we protest against our nation, when the very foundation of the reason why America was created was for that right.
1: It's pick and choose, you know, it's, it's pick and choose. It's, it's, and as a, as an atheist, you should know that that's what a lot of people like to do with the Bible. Yeah, Right. They pick and choose what they, what, what do I, what can I use as a weapon to, you know, to argue against something it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's with, you know, with everything. I mean, they like to pick and choose what, you know, American values are to them. Uh what they think, you know, states' rights should be for this, but mm-hmm. not for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you should be able to do this but not this. You know, it's it's them. You know, what I mean it's 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 sad that people have to change the uh goalposts, uh so to speak, because yeah. of because uh they always want to change the, the line of what where you where you can go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it's sad. It really is.
0: Like, I mean, you you feel like you're frustrated because you you feel like you can see how simple a solve some of these problems are. Obviously, some of them are extremely complicated and and would require a lot more. But there's some things where you feel like it's just simple. Either pick a different song or don't bleep out Ka- uh, Kaepernick's name. Either um, you know allow people to listen to the anthem however they want, whether there's a protest involved or not. And don't draw attention to it or draw attention to it, whatever, but just let it fucking happen. Let it play out because we're America and this is freedom of speech. It seems simple, but Mm -hmm. because we have, you know, such a diversity in in opinions and and stuff like that, sometimes we're, we're really, I mean, there are people that are really absolutely willing to sacrifice their right to disagree with their government. Right. Just because right. of this one thing, but because they haven't figured out the topic that's going to affect them yet. Well, right, now, exactly. Like, look at these farmers. It's going to start affecting them. Farmers were yeah. – uh, a lot of the farmers were on Asterix 45's thing, and now they are they don't have enough workers to, to pull the food off the vines, and food is dying on right. the – you know, dying on the, the vines,
1: vines and then they have the tariffs and then and then they're against they're against welfare but then he puts in 12 billion to help them out because and of that's the welfare <laughs> you know yeah, you know, hey. and
0: I mean I like I don't understand why people think this this guy is, such shit, a is shit is crazy it's been, it's been so terrible but, but yeah I mean the, uh, this is the thing this is the the frustration I, I am I am mad that I didn't pick up on the my mix guy says your mix guy's wrong type of thing i'm i'm disappointed <laughs> in myself i should be super hyper aware of it of that kind of shit because i'm like kicking myself that i didn't pick up on it but ah gosh that mom that's, mixed that's
1: on mixed shit, crime
0: right oh my god that's some shit. i can't believe he did that i mean you can't be surprised but man you can be so surprised at like some shit yeah. that people do like Sometimes people are so strategic
1: yeah, it's still, it's, it's, I don't know if I, if I, I guess I'm hyper, not hypersensitive, but I, I see those type of things because I, I don't know if I look at it and mm-hmm. on a different level being mixed, you know what I'm saying? We look yeah. at it differently. So it's like, wait, oh, that dude's mixed. He going to get, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just, you know.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, um, Tree and I have this happen a lot where all like something will happen and I'll see it. You know, as clearly as you saw it like i'll i'll see I'll see something dirty going on and and he'll tell me that I'm not giving a very favorable um i'm not painting a very favorable view of whatever their thing is, but I sit here and it's mm-hmm. like it's so it's so obvious that it's not a favorable situation like if i had if if I had been more aware and i i mean it was probably too that I didn't know um no, you said that he was mixed.
2: Yeah, I don't know no what to
0: pick up on it. I did not know what to pick up on it. But like if I if I had been in your position and I had picked up on it, you know, he probably would have said like, you know, you're just looking for the for the worst part of it, but people are super strategic, strategic. they
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's layers to shit that they do.
0: Cuz you There's know why daddy ain't dumb. He's he's racist, but he ain't dumb.
1: He ain't dumb. He ain't dumb. <laughs> I mean, he ain't get there Without be <laughs> with being stupid,
0: I'm so mad about that, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. Militantly Mixed the Black AF edition is a main hustle media podcast produced and co-hosted by Mixed Girl Main and Blurred Vision. Music is by David Bogan, The One. If you like what you heard on Militantly Mixed Black AF, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Peace, y'all.